Hi folks, Justin Rogers, Bob Wanowski, here in the post-aftermath, those are the same word. Post-mortem, let's call it yeah, that, please. Of yeah. the second preseason Ooh. game, Lions Jaguars wires was not pretty. I'd be careful tapping the table. That's That tripod's not stable. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Look, it was, it was ugly. Lions backups on both sides of the ball were largely playing outside of maybe the the eventual starter at linebacker. Uh, the offense was particularly putrid. Gruesome. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater didn't have a whole lot of time to operate. No. Experienced some drops. The Lions had 48 yards of the half, two turnovers, and ended up being a, a thumping. So what, if anything, did you take away from this game? This going to be like a two-minute video. We're going to be in and out. Yeah, and I do have something. I didn't think I would. You oh. know, 25 to 7, they lose. Just, just came out now. Yardage was 399 to 131. But it did strike me as the game was unfolding. And we talked so much about the offense and, and how more dynamic it could be with Gibbs and Jamison Williams when he comes back and everything at Sam Laporta. But in this game, what we thought was true is kind of true. They really are lacking depth on offense, not just the offensive line, but receiver without Jamison Williams. And, you know, who knows? They keep trying. They already cut Denzel Mims. Who knows if Trinity Benson ever becomes anything. They're, I think they're scrapping a little bit to fill out the receiver room. And on the other side, I think the depth and the defense has actually improved markedly. You saw a lot of linebackers out there. So, whereas the offense was way up here last year and the defense, I can't get any lower. Uh, Tell me when. Tell me when. Oh, it's probably like this now. Whoa! Depth-wise. Oh, well, I mean just performance-wise, too, going forward. Keep keep going. Okay. But you're right. Look, wide receiver, very, very solid piece at the top in Amon Ross. Really nice quality pieces in Josh Reynolds and and, uh, Khalif Raymond that could keep you afloat as, as number two, number three, kind of in between guys, Marvin Jones and that mix yeah. as well. I mean, you got a, a solid top. The bottom half is going to be young players. I think we're still looking at Dylan Drummond, uh, Chase Coda in that mix. Um, you know, you, you don't want to count on those guys on Sunday a whole lot right now. Uh, tight end, it's a very young group. You know, Laporta's supposed to be lead dog, but Brock Wright, not a whole lot of experience. Uh, Shane Zilstra down for the years. Right. Still trying to kind of figure out that room. Um Offensive line depth is bad. Right. I mean, mean, that's just everything. Oh, I know, but as much as we tout, rightly so, the Lions' offensive line, they have had troubles staying healthy. I mean, keeping all five playing together all season long, and Ragnow has the toe thing. That's why Graham Glasgow's addition was so valuable to this roster. I mean, they're top six offensive line when we're sitting out today. Right, okay, but... What we're, what we're not seeing, and again, it goes back to the absence of J-Mo. They knew they needed some sort of game-breaking thing, which is why they went for Gibbs and why they sure. felt they upgraded with Montgomery, and I think they and did. Laporta. And Laporta. Sure. But I'm not sure they have enough game-breaking possibility. I'm on the Ross St. Brown is great. He's never going to get open behind the defense and score an 80-yard touchdown. And that, to me, is – and it might Never. be fine. It might be – Probably not. I mean, he might he might cut past somebody, but and, and it might be fine. Maybe they'll just grind it out and just play good, solid football. Yeah. But um, but that's a tough. And I get what you're saying. You're saying it's a tough way to live in the right. NFL. Right. It is. They did it expertly in a lot of ways last year, but to consistently put together sixty and seventy yard drives, eight to twelve play drives, and that's that's the bend don't break offense, right? Like you're, you're just <laughs> trying to stress yeah. them and finally mm-hmm. get through. And that's, that's a, a tough way to live. So yeah, you're, somebody's going to have to emerge hopefully as a playmaker on this offense, if they are going to 
repeat at any level close to where they were last year. Right, and the flip side, the positive side is, I really do think they have found pieces on defense. I mean, sure. I mean, plucked them from free agency, uh, Gardner Johnson and Cam Sutton and Sam Laporte. Not Sam Laporte, but uh, play defense. Sure, sure, why not? Jack Campbell and Brian Branch. I mean, all Iowa guys look the same to you. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. all uh, defensive players. And um, I think I'm not going to say the defense is going to be better than the offense. I'm not. That, that, I'm not. No. I'm not drinking gin. Okay, Stop. but. Um, I think I think you got we got to be careful saying oh I just hope the defense hangs on and the offense is going to win every game. No, I think it's going to be more than that. So wrote about it earlier this week. The fact Romeo Clark is playing a ton in this preseason speaks to the depth they have. James Houston eight and a half sacks last year. I think we all thought maybe he was in line for starting job this year. He's like their fourth string edge rusher. Mm-hmm. He had a fabulous game. I think still showed you what why he is a piece right. on this defense. Uh, Julian Aquara is probably the position. These are like your seventh, eighth, ninth defensive ends. Or, so you've got a ton of edge help. Linebacker depth, you mentioned the addition of Jack Campbell, the emergence, I think, of, of Derek Barnes, the steady play of Malcolm Rodriguez gives you some depth at that spot. Safety, Gardner Johnson and Brian Branch both look fantastic. Yeah. There's there's a lot of good things. A little bit shaky corner depth. Uh, I like what I saw from Stephen Gilmore today, mm-hmm. but you know Gilmore and Starling Thomas, uh, undrafted rookies, as possibly your third cornerback going into the season, is a little dicey. Yeah, uh, but I, I think there's more to like than dislike about the improvements they've made on defense this off season. Absolutely, this is not to signal any kind of alarm. I mean, this preseason you do find, and we knew they weren't a perfect roster. We knew they did. They're not the Eagles. The Eagles have. Starters and backups at every position, everywhere, and the Lions are building that depth. Right, and then there, and it is a blow. They're ahead of the curve. Yeah, they are in, in the rebuild for sure. And, it, and if Jamison Williams was here and healthy and producing, I think they'd be way ahead of you're, the curve. You're not on ninety-seven-one. You don't have to keep bringing him up. Well, no, but that's the explosive type of player. Like sports talk radio. All right, let's go to the phones. J. Rod, you're on ninety-seven-one. The ticket. Yes, ticket. Ticket text line, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm just okay. saying that that speaks to um, the lack of explosiveness, but it, they'll, sure. they'll look for a receiver. I mean, he already tried to get one, and Mims didn't work out, and they'll keep looking. They have tried to get that big body uh-huh. speed guy since Brett Holmes got here. Tyra Williams didn't work out. Brashad Perriman did not work Forgot out. Forgot about those two. Uh, Dita Chark. We'll give them half credit. You know, the injury yeah. reeled its ugly head, and they decided not to bring that back. You try with Denzel Miller. It's like they can't seem to find that guy. I still think it's going to be really interesting. I mentioned the edge depth. I could see them Trade. dealing one of those Trade. pieces before the season for a receiver. I don't know what it looks like. Hopefully it's not another Trinity Benson case where you get a guy that doesn't have any experience other than maybe some preseason pop and you know ends up fizzling out, but... They could really use an established guy that could just be a stopgap until you can get Jameson not just back, but up to speed and, and, and ready to contribute on the regular. Holmes has been trying to steal one of those under-the-radar receivers, the ones you mentioned that he traded for, or yeah. Trinity Benson still on the roster, and it hasn't so happened chip yet. Chip on the shoulder, something to prove, guys. All yeah, yeah. It just, it just hasn't clicked yet. I I think it's maybe, like you said, it's probably the one missing piece. I think Gibbs is going to give you some electricity, right. but it's... It's it's yak. It's it's short passing game, and you hope that he explodes and, and burns by somebody. Same with Laporta. He's a he's a yak. And guy. same with Montgomery too. You need somebody who can take that top of the mm-hmm. defense and keep everything honest underneath. Yeah. So um, it will be interesting to see if if Holmes uh, 
finds something he likes on the trade market. Maybe he's able to turn on a Julian Aquara or heaven forbid, I know people don't like me saying it, but you know, James Houston and, and try to turn that into something that can help you elsewhere. You do wonder about that. So the one and one in the preseason, their dream of an undefeated season is over. Next we talk, uh, Jay Roger will be in Carolina for this uh, preseason finale. Yeah, you want me to call you up and we'll... Yeah, are you, you coming with me? Nobody's coming with me. Hell no. Nobody's coming to preseason three. You're lucky I came here today. Yeah, you want to you zoom it? <laughs> Wait, zoom like this? No. That is that is definitely our sign to leave. I'm sorry for folks that stuck around. I'm honestly I'm sorry if you watch this game. I, I, I'm sorry if you watch this video. Yeah. So uh, for Bob Winowski, Justin Rogers, stick to Detroit News for all your Lions coverage. Just, don't throw it. Ow. Don't. Oh, that's it. That's it. All right.